Hi guys, I'm Harsh. And I'm Natasha. Welcome to a brand new episode of Tipsy Talks. So today we decided to dabble into something a lot of you have thought of or will definitely think about at some point in your lives. Follow your passion, do what you love, do what makes you happy. These are all the phrases we often hear these days. Gone are the days when we stuck to what our parents loved or wanted from us, or at least we're getting there. Passion is something that gives a purpose to someone for waking up every day, like waking up at five to record this episode. <laughs> no kidding, this was pure majboori. Or you know, an answer to all existential crises, which come along too frequently, by the way. And I'm sure everyone would agree to this. With passion, you're an overall happier person and you make this world a better place. Look at the world's most successful entrepreneurs of today. Pay attention to the word entrepreneurs. They started their own businesses, which run the entire globe. Imagine what the world would be like if they hadn't followed their passion. No, yeah, life without weekly Amazon packages would suck, okay? But yeah, so without Instagram, actually, I don't even see, I mean, I can't even imagine a world without Instagram, right? So a world without passion would probably be a world without opportunities to not follow your passion as well because jobs are not Absolutely. I agree completely. Gone are the days where you got to play it safe, where the only options were being an engineer or a doctor or something along the lines of that. Right now, we need to concentrate on making the most of it for us. At the end of the day, what are you going to say like 20, 30 years from now? Are you going to turn back and say that I very good i'm a very good engineer but mm. i always wanted to paint i mean okay i think it's time for you to paint and make that decision now because the last thing you want to do is be an extremely successful sad person <laughs> and that's just the way i think but yeah knows? exactly imagine just imagine at this point when you look at the future and you think when you pick something that you don't love Imagine doing that every single day for the rest of your life. What's worse than doing something you hate forever, right? And just imagine if people hadn't followed these offbeat careers that you see, stand-up comedy, maybe spoken word poetry, music, art, etc. Imagine if these people had not followed their passion. Kenny Sebastian won't even be funny anymore <laughs> because he'd be forcing it. I mean, if you really... There is a sort of... A mindset that needs to be changed, however. There's this really annoying statement that's always bothered me. And it goes like this. It's something I'm sure all of us have heard. <laughs> if you love what you do, then you'll never work a single day in your life. I'll tell you what, man. Training to be a pilot is something I've always dreamt of. This is like the magnum opus <laughs> of my dreams. Like this is where it's at. And I can tell you that every single day has immense amounts of work just for the flight planning, taking care of the aircraft, making mm. all those decisions at every point of time. Sure, it's easy and it gets less stressful with time, but it's a lot of work. It is not easy at all. But the takeaway from that is, if you like doing something, mm. you don't mind putting the effort in. Exactly. And you know, once you're okay with the thought that Yes, I'm, I can do the struggle, I can push through the struggle to get to achieve my goal, to reach the end, then you're good. If you 
if you're just interested in the end goal and are not uh, maybe you're, you don't have the mindset or the willingness to go through the process the struggle then it's not meant for you that's i i never i have never known um, what i wanted to do i've not always known my passion in life i was a science student who dropped physics in 12 because i was impulsive and rebellious and didn't listen to my parents but but on a serious note at that time i didn't know what i wanted from life all i knew was that psychology was an interesting subject so i took it up i graduated in it but during my college years i developed an interest for aviation i often had this regret that at the back of my mind that you know i wish i hadn't dropped physics i want to fly planes oh my god yes i want to fly what the hell and i realized i wanted to become a pilot and that was it i could picture myself doing that for the rest of my life i just knew then and i know now and there's no better feeling than knowing what you want to do i figured it out quite late in life but i think that's okay it's better late than never some people take a decision about their career by weighing the pros cons parent satisfaction societal satisfaction and financial returns on their you know initial investment in that field without knowing if they'd actually enjoy that career right and many times they won't even know what it is that they will enjoy so many people don't know what their passion is people are like ye to pata hai ki nahi karna par ye nahi pata ki kya karna hai kya acha lagta hai to chalo yehi kar lete hain at least it's paying my bills but i never actually did any of that because when i knew i just knew and i didn't settle for anything and even though it's taking an eternity to reach where i want to right now it's because everything's at a standstill at the moment but when you know it it's it's worth the wait and my well my career as a pilot is also pretty much the same or my journey rather if it probably like from the very beginning just as a child you'd see me looking up staring at aircrafts reading books about planes <laughs> playing flight simulator for god knows how long through the day it was always something i've always wanted to do like being a pilot was the thing from the get go um i suffered through class 11th and 12th with my science like i was just it i don't know if it was very hard it was just an uphill slope for me cuz it was I, okay I, <laughs> it was i was just not interested let me put it that way it's just not something that captivated me or got my attention I, i don't know if i could levy the blame on my teachers for making it uninteresting or i'll just be i think it's it was more my fault than anything else because i just couldn't be bothered like it was just one hurdle i had to get over with then we finished uh pcm and good lord thank god that's over and done with that's probably the hardest <laughs> part of the entire journey is just pcm see oh never again man never again um so then you go straight out and uh, i actually got into the cadet program in 2014 but uh there was a curveball my dad was like listen you got to get a backup degree i love this whole thing there's like a whole bunch of kids sitting right now who probably listening to the to this podcast and like backup degree god damn it all of these backup degree so then <laughs> i ended up going to christ in bangalore doing my bc over there i was actually good at it like computer science was my thing i i thought it'd be a super easy course and it was not super easy but it was definitely fun cuz computer science I mean, that that's your thing if you go to it but it never really clicked like i always said like ah oh, shit maybe i really don't want to work like this for the rest of my life it's interesting as hell but eh, no my cup of tea so even after being good extremely good at something or good at something rather 
I still chose to not play it safe. I still chose to quit, still chose not to do, take up a well-paying job, go straight into training once again for the third time in my life. And here we are. I am now a commercially licensed pilot and I'm more than happy for taking that plunge. But you know what? It's just that mental hurdle that, so what if I'm studying again? So what if I'm 24 and starting a brand new chapter? It's okay. Just go for it. All right, let's just reposition our thought process for a second. It's all great not to have a passion, but let me put it this way. Just because you like doing something, you think you'll be good at it and you think you can make that into something that you can take forward. Uh, the what ifs, you know, what if I'm not good? What if this, what if that? There's Obviously, there's no end to that thought process or overthinking it. But once you know what you like, I think you're halfway there. You'll be motivated to do it. You'll be energized. You'll be pumped. You'll be willing to learn every single day. Practice will make you perfect. You know, skills can be learned. Skills can be enhanced. And I think you can always reinvent yourself. You can learn and unlearn and do literally anything. So I believe if you love doing it and aren't good at it yet, you're still better than someone who hates doing it but is great at it. Definitely. If you start something that you enjoy doing and you're automatically that much more inclined to be good at it because you're willing to put in the effort, the time, the work, mm -hmm. and more importantly, you're choosing not to be dissuaded by it. Because at the end of the day, if the, you, you can't be an expert from the get-go. Get that out of your head. I don't know why people have this idea that, oh, because I love it so much, I'm automatically going to be absolutely fabulous at it because I appreciate the facets and this and that. No, it's rare, if not never. Mm. Well, not never. It's very, very rare that somebody will get into the field and automatically pick it up like they were meant to be right yeah. this meant to be thing is just overrated you're definitely going to be working at it for a very long period of time and you're definitely going to thrive pun intended because you've automatically got that passion and drive that nobody else has right because this is what you love doing or this is what you like to do yeah like if you love art you're not going mm -hmm. to be picasso on day one <laughs> of course not you're going to probably be the worst painter ever. But if you love it, then you're going to enjoy painting every single day. You're not going to stop. You're not, you're not even going to think twice. Ki, oh, when am I going to be good at this? When am I going to... Why am I not great at this yet? Who thoughts angini, I think. Because you'll be so busy doing it and practicing it. And just you'll be immersed into it and that you won't think of that. Just un It's important for me to understand is that perfection was always overrated. Like it's been so yeah. long that I was like, oh, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be really, really like amazing. If it's not perfect, then it's just not my thing. Dude, relax, man. Dude, it doesn't need to be perfect, man. Just chill. Because if you your level of good enough, like let me, let me put, rephrase it in a way. Natasha's good enough and my good enough are two completely personal definitions. So her good enough for the exact same thing we're doing is probably a way higher standard than my good enough for the exact same thing we're doing. But just remember, being good enough and not having and not being perfect 
involves a less amount of work, less amount of stress, less amount of mental preparation and all of that stuff. You're basically not like driving yourself to the very limits of like mental stress and whatnot. So just remember, you're good enough is probably much better than other people's good enough. So find something that you're good enough at because then you'll be growing and you'll be enjoying yourself. That pursuit of perfection is just, it's too much. What do you think? But you know, we're often pressurized by everyone, parents, people around us, relatives, they all say the same thing. Be the best at what you do. And there's so much pressure because of that. And you end up choosing something you're probably close to being the best at. And that might not even be what you love. So don't don't make a choice depending on what you're the best at. Because you won't be the best at anything in the beginning. But yeah, we always get this. Be the best at what you do. You have to be at the top. Yes, you do. And sure, it'll be great if you're at the top and you're the best. But... Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Eventually, you will get there with practice. And if even if you're close to good enough, it's okay. If you're not the best, it's okay. As long as you're happy. As long as you're living a comfortable life because money is also important at the end of it. You should be comfortable in life and you should be happy and satisfied. That's most, more important than just being the best and cutting everyone's throat and getting, getting there at the top. And I'm going to take That's a cynical approach to this. Like, they're always saying, be the best at whatever you're doing. I mean, boss, mm. if you're willing to do all the information, you need to be living by it as well. Now, do I look at you and see the best person in that field? Impossible, yeah? There'll always be one person who's always better than you. I mean, look at it this way. The guy who, the richest yeah. man in the world will consistently keep changing, right? No matter how good you are at what you do. Always. You'll always have somebody who's better at it, right? And this is, I'm just looking at it in a monetary perspective because there's some, I mean, everybody can associate with that. It's something, it's a baseline everybody understands. If you're not motivated by money, so be it. Then look for something that motivates you, right? This whole be the best that you can be, mm is something that's full of shit. Just ignore it and just say, and you know what? This is something you should do. Uh, so, you know, better be the best at whatever you can do. Uh, so, you just look at them and like, are you happy? You First, that's the first question you, you, have, you should ask them. Are you happy? If they are happy, then ask them, are you the best at what you did, right? Are you sure you're the best at what you did? And most likely, they'll say they're not. Then why are you giving out all this bad, preachy bullshit? Honestly, man. Like, if they're happy, and then they're not the best at what they do, why bother giving out this unnecessarily loaded advice? It's just pointless. You're always... Yeah, you're always drawing unhealthy comparisons from people who are better than you. And there will always be people who are better than you. But it's it's quite unhealthy to keep drawing those comparisons. As long as you're you're happy and you're still not the best it's totally worth doing what you're doing you should be so fulfilled so just you should be satisfied in life by what you're doing exactly just be happy i mean there is this overrated statement okay i'm I'm going on this really this different tangent of rants and whatnot today but it is what it is I saw this one dude on a podcast. I just don't remember his name, unfortunately. But if I do, I'll credit it in the bio or whatnot. But he said, you know, 
the guy they say no i'd rather cry in my ferrari or rather cry in my mercedes and whatnot yeah. like mm. dude the guy who's crying in his ferrari is probably so much more miserable than the guy who's laughing or enjoying himself in the toyota because that dude in the toyota is happy he's succeeded in whatever amount of effort he's put in and that fulfillment it's not going to be there if you're crying in your ferrari because even after putting all that amount of effort and work and what not if you're still miserable who's winning at the end of it first i thought you were going to draw a comparison between somebody who's crying in a ferrari and somebody who's crying in a toyota and i was going to stop you right there and say yeah <laughs> any day <laughs> cry in a ferrari but of course yeah someone who's happy in a toyota well toyota is a great car by the way but it's not a ferrari <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> everybody is also on the same boat over here let's just say did you always know what you wanted to do because you had multiple passions like i know people will not only have one passion like you'll always have a f- multitude of things that you'd always you're fond of and you'd like to do how did you decide that this is the avenue i wanted to take or this is the avenue that i think i'll be i'll be happy in but let me put it that way Um I think you have to look at it from a lot of different perspectives. I love to indulge myself in like a number of things, you know. And I have a number of interests and stuff like I'm passionate about each of them at different levels. For example, I love writing. I like writing poetry. I love yoga. I love everything about yoga. I love dance, art, etc. You know, all these things. They all give me a purpose to live. I can't imagine my life without any of these things. But do i feel immensely and equally passionate about each that i'd make them all my careers probably not probably just one or two of these probably not even main careers maybe something alongside aviation so so yeah why be fixated on one why not broaden our perspective about what a career means to us and how passion fits into its different aspects they could be um maybe long term satisfaction monetary satisfaction or you know other things they have to seamlessly fit into your life when you think of how you want to live your life in terms of family marriage all those things that there's so many other things so when you have different passions i think you need to it's actually you're pretty lucky if you have so many passions at once you get to choose you get to like cherry pick your favorite um well i i'm a little bit different I yes I do have passions but I like to fixate on some of them for a period of time so the way I've sort of prepped it is as I progress through life right hopefully ideally I will have uh what you might call it monetary funds to sort of support my passions so that also I'll, so let important me put it this way yeah. I'm being realistic when I say that as <laughs> so let me put it this way uh all passions do not pay the same or my ability for said passion will not pay the same um so yes because i'm very passionate about aviation and that's a proper career avenue that i'm very lucky in i'm very lucky to have i'm pretty sure i'll be able to make my money over there couple of years down the line okay couple of couple of years down the line hopefully this is where i can cultivate my passion for what do you call it all things culinary <laughs> who knows i might just start like a cafe or a pizza place or something like that because i'm still so so i'm using my passions to my advantage you know 
like i yes i do love it but i don't have the funds for it so am i going to say no to it nope i am just going to delay it but this is a hopeful idealistic way of looking at it but it's a hope i have it's sort of like a dream no don't you don't you dream of like having things like a pizza place by the beach or uh yeah absolutely i see like i have this long term dream like someday i want to have my own yoga center with my mom you know we both are into yoga she's a yoga acharya i've learned so much from her and i um this was i was supposed to do this during the pandemic i was hopeful that these ashrams will open up and i'll go and do my certification and you know get certified as a yoga instructor and uh, but then my injury happened etc etc so i had a break uh but yeah eventually i do want to do that i do want to have my own yoga space and those are something life is very boring doing just one thing you have one life to live make the most of it do something alongside your main career that's bringing you all the main all the the major chunk of the income into your household and so i would definitely definitely do something alongside aviation as a main career i i don't believe in having that one ultimate passion that you think you were born into this world for or made for it like they say i believe you can have multiple of them and we all do don't we if i ask you right now list three things you absolutely love doing you you told me you love culinary arts and aviation and probably even video gaming right now imagine being able to convert your video gaming skills into a profitable career where you could easily make up to like 40 to 50 lpa maybe at the beginning <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome So essentially it's a choice we make we choose one passion as a profession and the rest as side hustles or side businesses or simply hobbies you can simply do something just for the love of it just because it brings you peace but here's a gray area i want to ask you about right um there are some things that some passions that i just want to leave it i like i don't want to make them into a profitable thing i just want to leave them as they are just hobbies just things just bring me joy hmm. like i just feel like i lose the magic or the that's what that's what i was just talking about yeah or the magic or you know the love for it i don't know there are some things which i wouldn't cultivate as a job or a direction yeah. where you know in the sense like there is a goal attached to it like mujhe paise banana hai or something hmm. like that like i don't want to attach something unnecessary to it in a way i don't know where i'm hmm. going with this but i hope yeah. you guys understand <laughs> and also you know do you relate to this a lot of people say ki um suppose somebody asks me oh what do you like doing what what's your hobby and i say painting so they like, they automatically assume that i'd be a great painter isn't that what you naturally out to do oh, oh i do this all the time i assume ki oh acha wo painter wo painting karta hai to he must be great at it right are why do i have to be good at good at something to enjoy it as a hobby it's bringing me peace it's giving me especially during this pandemic if it's giving me a peace of mind why can't i simply do it why do i have to be great at it why do i have to be picasso to be a painter Oh, what do you like doing? French. Oh, the people or the language? <laughs> oh my God! Fine, never mind. Oh, it's fine. It's six a.m. in the morning, guys, and these are the jokes he's cracking. I'm so sorry about this. Six. What do you mean? It's always funny. <laughs> never mind. 
All right. I, I like how we've now, now you've brought this up. It's just like segue into it. Does society, does Sharma ji matter in such, in said equation? Yeah. Right? Mm. Because, yes, it, it's very cool to have a passion. It's very good to have your own direction and whatnot. But there will always be that one parent, right? Thankfully, touch wood, my parents have been supportive. A very windy journey, I'll have you know. Mm. But still supportive at the end of all of That's it. Right. right. Very, very, very supportive. Yeah. Um, there will always be th- that one parent who just doesn't believe it's a viable option. And yes, he's thinking of it in a in terms of how he's been through and how she's feels things is go- are going to progress in the future and whatnot. And they just look at it and they're like, bro, that's not gonna happen, man. Like, it's great to have a passion and whatnot, but you're not going to make money from it. How would you approach that situation? Um, like, would you put your, would you like put in an effort to explain it politely? Would you just put your foot down and be like, you know what? I'm doing me. Yeah. See, society will always have expectations from you. Society as a whole in general, either to satisfy their own ego or simply because they're bored. Who cares? But since society largely consists of, or make, I mean, parents are an essential part and they make up the society. If you don't have your parents' support, it's going to be a very tough journey for you. It's going to be a very rocky road. This is the hard truth about following your passion. You may figure out your passion, have all the know-how, the resources, the willpower, the time, the money. But if you don't have your parents' support, it's, it's not going to be easy. And... Touch wood, I have been blessed to have parents supporting me throughout my life through all my major decisions. While I don't think it's impossible, it does become extremely difficult to take it up. You see in so many movies and all, you know, how, for example, Three Idiots, how lack of support from parents have led to children giving up, doing something they hate. Farhan, the photographer from Three Idiots, they take that as an example, or like Virus Kavo Beta, who wanted to be a writer and ended up committing suicide only when they change their perspective parents when they change their perspective could there be a significant change in society and it's i would personally just put my foot down and be like listen no it's my life ahead uh, you know they're gonna eventually they're not living my life they're not gonna be there forever i, I need their full support to you know because parents and family make up the biggest support system in life if you don't have that it's very difficult and people say okay whatever do whatever you want it sounds easy but it's not i would just put my foot down and try just be like listen this is what i want but luckily i haven't faced that situation all right let me give you a real world example some people who i've worked with very closely now let's be honest a career in aviation is not cheap right both at both ends of the spectrum it can be very 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 expensive and professional and whatnot and you can also have an equally professional or well not so professional outfit but for a very for like a fraction of the cost either way it still costs a pretty penny there are some guys who've just had zero support for whatever endeavors they had they've been called frivolous they've been called uh, what do you call hopeful all kinds of names and whatnot but these people have put their foot down they said listen boss you have your opinion i have mine and it's my life so i have to live by my opinion 
And these guys have, yes, they've gone and worked a proper nine to five job for however long, right? They've probably got married. They've probably had whatever they've done. They've done over a period of time so that they've been able to accumulate the minimum amount of wealth they've required to show as confidence to the bank and who in turn have then given them a loan so that they can carry their journey forward. And now they are aviators. Now they are pilots here. So just because you don't have mm. that support from the from society, from your parents, whoever it may be, right? Like, yeah. it's okay. If that is something you really want to do, so be yeah, it. Yeah, don't give up right? eventually. The only person who can be the judge. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Like she said, don't give up. The only person detrimental to your own progress is yourself. Exactly, my friend. On point. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't even know what their passion is. A lot, a lot of people. I think, uh, in probably all around us, I think just sixty percent, or no, in fact, sixty at least sixty percent of the young workforce all around us don't actually know what they're doing, or don't even have a passion. And that could be because they're so busy working their ass off in a mechanized way you know, under the influence of parents, society, and their own opinions of themselves. They never actually get to explore. They're not, they're not exposed to the most beautiful opportunities this world has to offer. Sometimes I think, or we think that they're passionate about X, Y, Z when, you know, we aren't. Just because our passion is it's defined by others' opinions, others' analysis of our choice. We are made to believe that we love it. And sometimes the minting money from it makes us love it. We say we're passionate about our job just because we are, you know, exceptionally great at it. But does that actually mean we, uh, we have that burning desire for it? Probably not. I doubt it. Finding your ikigai is no cakewalk. And sometimes I wonder if one even has a passion. I mean, sometimes I wonder if no one has a passion, but then that's obviously an extreme thought and not true at all. But sometimes when I go into that deep introspective moment I'm like what if what if we're all just doing something we don't truly love maybe we're made into thinking or our mind tricks us into thinking we love it damn I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> no I mean a great talking point from this as well is if you're good at something and hence you are minting money I automatically should make this into a passion or automatically this is a passion of mine. Like, dude, no, of course not. Just because you're good at something, something that you're extremely exceptional at, doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're like extremely motivated or extremely passionate about it. I mean, uh, take me for example. I am good at computer science, right? I, I found it pretty easy, breezy, lemon squeezy, but <laughs> I absolutely hate sitting down and code. Like, it is a mental chore for me. Like, I have to genuinely make an effort to try and get some work done. But, I mean, aviation was yeah, that. It, it was something I was interested in. In your case, in. you already knew your, what your passion was. So imagine somebody who doesn't know their passion, but figures that he or she is great at a particular thing and pursues that. They're going to probably assume or eventually start thinking that they're passionate about it. And you may even, do you think you can develop a passion? I think you totally can. That's a scary <laughs> thought. That's a scary thought though. Can you imagine that you just brain you brainwash no, yourself yeah. into believing that, oh shit, because I'm so good at this, this is probably my thing. Oh, my passion, hell yes. <laughs> Let's do this now for the rest of but my life. But it'll be sad that because uh, what if 
one day you decide chalo i'm quitting my job i just want to go find myself and you you know you go on a six month uh, um sabbatical and you're traveling the world etc then you find something you love then you realize oh my god where has this been all along this is my passion shit that's going to be sad because what if you're already 40 or 50 by this time i'm not saying it's too late but you have missed out a major chunk of your life doing something you didn't love you you spent that time doing something you didn't love or you thought you loved it but you realized you love something even more i mean be that as it may if you find your passion and you you're doing it great but if it's been a while and you find your passion then don't lose it don't don't like write it off that's again another thing that you are yet to experience that's one more thing that you should do i guess i mean i'm, I'm still young or i'd like to believe i'm young and the fact it's that it's good that you like to believe i even after so many years uh, like age is a state of mind of course hashtag age is a state of mind <laughs> no i i'm just trying to say is that you know for the first time you do something that really matters to you oh my god what a feeling likewise even if you like 60 years it i just feel it's like aged like a fine wine because if you got to that point and then you're finally doing something that really gets you excited or just makes you so unimaginably happy oh i would pay to see that i would pay to see someone go through that experience for the first time that's insane i i know i'm just romanticizing it but having seen it firsthand at like such a base level seeing somebody who's like struggle through it all and then finally just get it dude i would pay good money to see that 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 sounds insane to me it boggles my mind absolutely you know we um often hear this doing what you love or loving what you do i i often get stuck at this like it's quite confusing and both makes sense to me but what do you think uh, you would do doing what you love or loving what you do it's that's a loaded one isn't it <laughs> mm doing what you love ah, you know what i i am doing what i love so that's what i'm going to propose to most people brings me joy you tell me choosing a, choose a job you love and you'd never have to work a day in your life <laughs> the very famous who said this yadnihara oh <laughs> uh, no but but of course i'd also pick doing what you love but you know what people are held back by the fear of not being able to monetize their passion and after all money is equally important if not more than happiness money is what people will say na nahi yaar money kya farak padta hai if it's not bringing you farak padta hai that's you those who think farak nahi padta are in denial because money is what will bring to you all the comforts in life and who doesn't want a comfortable life but if you really really go into the depths this is something i heard from um spiritual speaker if you really really go into the depths of your passion like layer by layer if you dive straight into it it's impossible to not make a living out of it give it your heart and soul give it your all choosing a predefined like a safe or perhaps a career both path that you know your parents want you to choose is is not always an easier choice what's scarier than doing something you dislike every single day for the rest of your life and when you go into the depths of that as well you'll i think you you'll figure out a lot more and then you'll be able to make a wiser choice between the two so put your heart and soul into it 
uh, so this is where both of us disagree a little bit like i don't think money is like the over and above overarching thing where it supersedes your passion hmm that's fair enough but what i like to believe is and what something that's worked for me, what something that i believe is making money is super easy right i've always built all of my projects or everything that i'd like to work with people on in such a manner that money works for you rather than i work for money so stuff like investment portfolios or real estate anywhere where value appreciates without you having to put your hands in it and constantly be attending to it right where you've already decided and you've already made up your mind as to you know what i am not going to stress over the money let the money work for me rather than the other way around and this is a lot of this is a idea i've sort of adopted from all these billionaires and entrepreneurs very very successful entrepreneurs who say that you know if you're going to be hellbent of the, on the fact that you have to work 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 in order to get this money it's just not going to click it's just not going to work so the way it's established in my head is follow your passion but also make sure that you're financially secure is a better way so that you can always carry on with the passion and also have separate funding to go with it right but don't hamper it don't don't let one decide the other that both important but don't let each in my head don't let either of them supersede the other unless your dad's loaded which might help <laughs> <laughs> i think this is some good food for thought for everyone all right so let me ask you a question fake it till you make it what do you think i would not fake it till i make it for sure that's again doing something that you might not like and eventually just like i said earlier right eventually you once you become great at it you might it gives you an illusion of a passion if that makes sense you might think that you love doing that but that's again loving what you do and not doing what you love in the long run so i would personally not fake it till i make it <laughs> unless that's my passion and i'm doing it because i'm doing it for the love of it and i'm initially not good at it and eventually i'm and i'm faking it currently faking but faking what if you're faking being if you're faking the love for it then it's not worth your time and don't waste your life doing it i would not do that now that we have talked pretty extensively on this whole idea of passions and taking your journey forward and dreams and what not let me ask you a question to wrap up in a very neat bow tie which is how do you identify something's your passion like how do you say that how do you like put your finger on it and say that this yeah this is mine hmm. it's not an easy task it's quite challenging especially if you're just if you're young and if you're under the pressure of you know if if you're in that phase where you're trying to make a career choice what is it that you find yourself doing in your free time don't say sitting on your phone all day <laughs> you know it, it's a is it a certain hobby do you often get excited about doing something do you often get bored of it or not do you watch or listen to certain shows documentaries probably youtube videos on on specific topics you know these are some of the things that might help you realize your interests 
just interests which can be turned into passions as you work towards them because you can't just acha oh i'm watching a makeup tutorial i'm passionate about makeup no <laughs> passion is intense once you start working towards your interest is when you develop the passion for it and um so these are some of the things right and when you when you enjoy the process is when you realize that okay you're passionate then picture yourself working in that field for the rest of your life does it excite you ask yourself if you're ready to put in the work it'll take to reach your goals do you want to reach the goal but don't want the struggle um when you know one once you figure out that yes you're willing and motivated enough to push through the struggle when the end goal is not the money but the satisfaction you achieve from doing that when when the means to reach the goal is money hard work etc that's when you know that you found your passion at least for me yeah i mean if it if find something that thing that after a crap day after just dealing with people and you're just like you know what this is me time the first thing you grab for that me time is probably your passion it's probably something that really interests you and relaxes you and maybe that's one of something you'd like to do for the rest of your life what do you think do you think that's a great way of identifying a passion or something that relaxes you acha what if what if it's netflix <laughs> Now what if Netflix is what is relaxing everyone? Well, maybe you want to be a movie maybe it's a movie you want to be a movie critic. I mean, maybe you want to talk about do movie reviews. Maybe curating movies is your thing. Um, there are people who are movie hist- what historians mm. and stuff like that. I mean, do not discount things. I mean, if I know people who are absolutely infatuated by movies. Growing up, there was this one dude who could like, who's this fanboy of Christopher Nolan. I mean, oh my god, I'm a fanboy. Fucking thirteen, <laughs> man! You should be playing video games or playing cricket. I mean, you're just so in depth, and he knew all those layers of Inception and everything. I mean, he was able to like break it down. I sound like a mm-hmm. retard for this saying like, oh, layers of Inception and stuff. It was it was a great movie and whatnot, but. he knew and now he's a produ- executive producer in bollywood i mean the guy knew wow. in a way he knew you know i was known someone who is an engineer but loves um film the art of script writing film making in general and he breaks down movies like i mean if you're not interested you'd probably get bored by his conversations he'll just be like is movie mein you know look at the how the characters have been developed this that he talks about detailed stuff when it comes to movies and the art of it and i'm like why aren't you why and and he's a writer so i'm like why why are you doing engineering yeah just go become a script writer work for that do that just and eventually i think he is doing it as a side hustle sort of a thing which is not bad as long as you're not giving that up i think that's great but um uh, yeah what if it's just something i heard someone say yeah, i to just like sitting on my phone and scrolling through social media and that's it so how do i know what my passion is surround yourself with there there means needs to be something that you like to do that's it's impossible to not have that one thing that you like to do and when you do find that one thing to do i'm not saying it's a passion i'm just saying it's something you like to do then surround yourself with people who like to do the same thing right if you're not intimidated by those people and there's some interest that you garner along with them right there is a common place that all of you have and you're like wow this is cool that my friend is a passion that just went from being something you like 
to something you'd love to do. So surround yourself with people with the same mindset or the same interests. You never know. It'll tell you if that's something you want to do or something you don't want to do. Simple. For example, if you love scrolling through memes the entire day, you can just start making them. <laughs> just start creating memes. <laughs> Hey man, 9gag, Reddit, all of those things had to start from somewhere. Are you in that? What's it? 4chan and stuff. Yeah. Everything is a business, man. You just need to like, I mean, just do what it Absolutely. makes you happy. I mean, there's always an avenue. If there is no avenue, you create the avenue. Bus finished. Ah. You'll be the next billionaire. Who knows? Yeah, you you just need that one. You need oh, right. One important thing also. Don't be hard on yourself. No, don't be unrealistic, right? Just keep realistic goals just don't say that look there and say i want to make a billion dollars mai banega billionaire like that's just not realistic right what you want to do is this is a passion i'm going to make this into a a, a job that is a realistic goal okay i'm going to take this job that i've created and make it an enterprise another realistic goal this enterprise is now going to earn a certain amount of footing in whatever business that it wants to create or whatever it has again realistic goal and that's how you build goal to goal to goal you don't start at the finish line right you have to progress through the race before you get to that finish line and that's the only way of actually keeping the passion because if you start the race with saying i want to make billion dollars where is my <laughs> billion dollars i've been working at it so hard i mean you've maybe just been working at it the wrong way what do you think but that's what that's what i'm saying no if you if your your goal is making a billion dollars but if you're not willing you are not excited for the struggle then it's you're not going to be then that's not your passion in the first place i get excited i enjoy the struggle if i know that it's my passion so you will enjoy that day to day struggle those small goals that you set on a maybe a daily basis but you you need it's important you're right it's important to set those mini goals and achieve them and live take it step by step take it easy just live one day at a time that's my and especially these days man you'll realize is how important it is to live in the moment and live in gratitude and live each day not don't even think about the future now we know very well there's absolutely no point thinking about the future you never know when there might be a second pandemic a third pandemic world war 4 sorry i'm taking it too far but my point was don't have major targets which are unrealistic and you don't think you can achieve them maybe you can but they're going to put you under so much pressure and you might you might even think that you know you're not making any progress because there's nothing to there's no way to sort of map out or assess that progress unless you're having you're doing those daily tasks that way you're even assessing your progress you know where you're at I th- think a good disclaimer to everybody listening to the podcast also is that both of us are extremely people who are passion driven and we should definitely take into account people who are very profession driven and that's something we should bring into the next episode sometime or just like you know get like a sort of general consensus for feedback but for now do you think we should just close the episode Yeah guys we woke up at 5 a.m by choice choice no one forced us to do this that's an example for you <laughs> her choice not my choice yeah but you eventually did wake up right hey man you know 
in this is in a business you got to work with your partners man you got to meet halfway or in my case meet all the way it's such nonsense my god next time we're doing this in the night <laughs> you have to put up with the other person's whims bloody hell it looks like i'm only putting up with the other person's whims that's all i'm doing my god it's okay it she's like a young padawan and i am like a jedi master she's learning the ways of adobe audition and all the other brilliant digital tools <laughs> Okay no that that's an over exaggeration she kind of sucks but she'll get there one yeah, one day. Wow 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 such nonsense <laughs> such utter bullshit this is I'm great okay I rock mm-hmm. sorry I think I'm just high on coffee right now and um so th- that's it we're done for this episode I guess we talked about pretty much everything that we thought was pertinent to passion do you have any last words mr harsh last words sounds like <laughs> like you're dying or something no because she's so passionate about editing and how good she is i think she should take the burden of editing this episode what do you guys think <laughs> <laughs> burden no i'll be happy to do it it's fun Anyway, oh look at her flip the bloody question on me itself no oh burden my ass you wait till you edit 5 6 with or you got it podcast and you be like oh i edited the previous one okay just thanks for tuning in and <laughs> so this brings us to the end of the episode um hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and if you did please follow us on instagram at thrive_podcasts For regular weekly updates, we're going to come up with new episodes every Friday and you don't want to miss that. So stay tuned and stay safe.